Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. For those of you that don't know, it is illegal to throw things into the Grand Canyon or hit things. (laughs) So don't hit things into the Grand Canyon. So there was a social media influencer who was videotaped herself golfing on the edge of the Grand Canyon South Rim east of Mother Point. You know exactly where that is. In the video, the 20-year-old Katie Sigmund uh, hit a golf ball and lost most of her club when the driver's shaft flew into the canyon after the ball after the ball now people as soon as she posted it were all wound up and shared it with the national park uh people and all their you know all their people looked into it and even people on her own tiktok and instagram accounts were like hey don't really think you should be doing that (laughs) (laughs) so the grand canyon law enforcement identified and contacted sigmund within a day of her posting the golfing video the national park service intended to charge her with three misdemeanor offenses okay uh she received three federal violation notices which are tickets issued by law enforcement departments of the U.S. agencies such as the National Park Service and the U.S. Forest Service and was charged with three Class B misdemeanors as detailed under Title 36 in the Code of Federal Regulations. And if you haven't looked at Title 36 in the (laughs) Federal Regulations, Parks, Forests, and Public Property, and then there's multiple chapters uh, with National Park Service, Forest Service, Corps of Engineers, American Battle Monuments, Smithsonian Institution, thousands of pages and boy is looks like it will be great reading for someone the three charges were for tossing items into the grand canyon littering and creating hazardous conditions with disorderly conduct now she was only cited for disorderly conduct and tossing or throwing items into the canyon which carry a maximum fine of five thousand dollars and six months in prison According to the copy uh, written record of the collateral forfeiture agreement at the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Arizona provided to the Arizona Republic, Sigmund was ordered to pay $285, which includes a $60 processing fee. That's confirmed. She made these payments. She made two payments, $155 and $130, uh, to the administrative office of the U.S. Courts okay uh which was confirmed by the republic that the central violations bureau received the two payments she faced an appearance at the u.s district court in flagstaff but the case has been now resolved through a collateral forfeiture agreement with the u.s attorney's office in arizona so she paid fines for the misdemeanor charges to the texas-based central violations bureau which processes tickets and payments for petty offenses committed on federal property it is just that simple to get things taken care of when you do something wrong against the federal government but just remember don't be hitting your golf balls into the grand canyon okay somebody could have been down there and gotten hit with a golf ball an animal or you could have started a landslide it could have been terrible i mean it wasn't but it could have been so don't do it welcome welcome to chewing the fat speaking of things that you shouldn't do apparently you shouldn't drop off human poo at a police station 
I know, right? So this lady, uh, Mindy Jeanette Stevens or Stephens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, go with Stephens, uh, 46, of Electra, Texas, which is in North Texas. Uh, it's up past Wichita Falls, yeah, almost Oklahoma. You could probably smell Oklahoma from Electra, Texas. So she's uh, out on bond, and, and she was arrested for dropping off approximately 50 pounds of human poo at the local police station. <laughs> now, you know, originally you hear that and you read that and you think, oh man, nasty. Nobody wants that. Well, okay, so she left it off. She dropped it off in three five-gallon buckets in front of the police station. So while nasty, not really as nasty as it could have been. Uh, she didn't throw it all over all over everything. She just left it in three five-gallon buckets in front of the police station. Nasty. So one of the police officers in Electra uh, came out to the parking lot to investigate what he looked at through the cameras as suspicious activity. And he found the suspect wearing an all-white hazmat suit with a yellow mask walking back to a tan SUV with a trailer after having placed the three five-gallon buckets in front of the police station. When the officer asked the female suspect to explain herself, she replied that the buckets were human S, human crap, and she was dropping them off. (laughs) And then she got in the car and drove off. Oh, okay. Now, the three buckets contained about 50 pounds. Ooh, still nasty so they reviewed the footage and recognized the suspect's voice as belonging to this mindy stevens the wife of an assistant fire chief in in electra so the lieutenant had just spoken with stevens regarding or stephens regarding the buckets of human crap earlier that day so her voice i guess was fresh on his mind he knew who she was and or who she sounded like and why she dropped off the buckets we don't know but he called uh he called the city administrator and said hey maybe call the fireman and see if he wants to come by and pick up the buckets of poo so we don't have to charge her and he was like no i don't want any part of it <laughs> so okay so she said uh, hey it's not my problem Okay, the wastewater is not my problem. So uh, after a while, finally, they got someone to come and remove the buckets safely. Yeah, because you just move them someplace that's not. (laughs) So she was uh, arrested and charged with illegal dumping of more than five pounds, but less than 500 pounds, which is a class B misdemeanor taken into custody at wichita county jail and released on a two thousand dollar bond the following day of the following day don't know when the court date is um she's got history in the area she's been arrested at least five times uh mostly on assault charges she even spent some time in jail because she pled guilty to violently puncturing a man in his arm with her set of keys (laughs) okay and we don't know why she dropped off the poop to the police station but apparently you're not supposed to do it so if you're thinking today you know what i'm gonna get 350 gallon 
buckets. No, it's, I'm sorry, it's 50 pounds. All right, Jeff? All right, it's three five-gallon buckets. So it's 15. Oh, nasty. Three five-gallon buckets of human poo, and I'm just going to set them in front of a police station. Don't do it, okay? Just don't do it. So I did the list on uh, Pat today. I did uh, Chewing the Fat on Pat Gray Unleashed this morning. It's Wednesday. Hello, that's the day. And uh, I talked about the uh, fastest-growing brands overall in 2022, thanks to the Morning Consult. Now, we've talked about the Morning Consult before when we talked about how they ranked the most trusted brands in the United States. Remember, because the most trusted brand in the United States, Band-Aid. And then Lysol, Clorox, UPS, CVS, Visa, Cheerios is seventh, Weather Channel is eight, Colgate is nine, Home Depot is ten. Those are your top ten uh, most trusted brands in the United States. But I was looking at the fastest growing brands overall, and uh, number one is Meta. And I, I feel like that's weird that Meta is fastest growing brand, maybe because I guess they once they became Meta, then they started from zero again. Okay, Crocs. On the list is number two, Beats by Dre. Uh, Stoke Cold Brew is a fourth Milwaukee tool, number five. Zelle, number six. That's a payment platform. So, uh, I mean, they're definitely on the list. Adobe, my favorite, though, I think, is uh, number eight, which is Great Value Cream Cheese. Who doesn't love Great Value Cream Cheese? Go ahead. Go ahead. Raise your hand if you don't love it. That's what I thought. Nobody could. And then uh, Chobani is on here a couple of times. Chobani yogurt is 11th, and Chobani overall is number 16. Hagadas 17. Major League Baseball, MLB, is 15th. And Four Loco, <laughs> uh, Four Loco is uh, 20th. Boost Mobile, number 19. And Google Sheets is number 14. So those are your, I mean, if you just go by, uh, did I mention them all? Gatorade Fit is 9, Office Depot is 10, T-Mobile 12, Celsius Fitness Drink 13th, Haganas uh, Frito-Lay is 18th, Four Loco is 20th, that's all of them. But my favorite is still Great Value Cream Cheese coming in at number 8 as one of the fastest growing brands overall. And a congratulations to Great Value Cream Cheese. Uh, I'm sure I've helped in getting you ranked number eight this year. Congratulations to Aaron Judge. Uh, breaking news as we are recording Chewing the Fat today. He has agreed to stay home with the New York Yankees. He was out wandering around. They've got the Major League Baseball meetings going on now in San Diego. He was seen over the Thanksgiving holiday in San Francisco, visiting family and friends. It was reported that he was uh, having talks with the Giants. San Diego was making an offer, but he has agreed to stay with the New York Yankees. He's 30 years old now. He has agreed to a nine-year, $360 million deal. <laughs> Congratulations, Aaron. I know you set the you know American League home run record uh, this year. You were awesome, no question. But nine years, 300 and, what did I say, 60 million? Yeah, Whew. that's a pretty good deal, no question about it. Now, remember, he rejected last year, the beginning of last year, a seven-year, $213 million offer from the Yankees. Nah, you know what? No. 
I'll just go ahead and hit 62 home runs this year, okay? And uh, I'll get more than $213 million. That would be great. So the Yankees have uh, Giancarlo Stanton uh, under contract, playing a 13-year, $325 million contract. Oof. And they have their pitcher, Garrett Cole, uh, signed a nine-year, $324 million deal. So the Yankees are paying out some cash. <laughs> uh, after those players, then you're looking at salaries of, uh, you know, $23 million, $40 million, $15 million. I mean, they better win some titles. <laughs> uh, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> but congratulations to Aaron Judge. Uh Nine years, $360 million. Major League largest contracts, though. Aaron doesn't. Aaron is not in the first place, though. Uh, pretty pretty good, though. So you're looking at uh, uh, who's the number one? Oh, Mike Trout with the Angels. 12 years, $426 million. Wow. $35.5 million. Uh, Mookie, Mookie Bretts, the Los Angeles Dodgers, 12 years, $365 million. And then you're looking at uh, Aaron with nine years at $360 million. But that's still $40 million a year. So that uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can quote me on that. That's pretty good. Now, he's living in New York, so there's a little bit of a tax issue. Not as bad as California, but probably pretty close. Um, if you're Aaron Judge, you know, you're making $40 million a year. I mean, I guess you know, you're willing to pay the taxes to stay and play in New York, but, man, it takes a big chunk of money out of your hands. Uh, Bryce Harper uh, signed a 13-year, $330 million deal. Pfft. Only means he's getting paid twenty five point three million dollars. Please give me a break. And I mentioned the Garrett Cole with the Yankees, uh, nine years, three hundred and twenty four million dollars. That's thirty six million a year. Wow, holy cow! But uh, forty million a year for Aaron Judge. Congratulations and uh, good luck. Good luck. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. <laughs> Well, here we go again. Bill Cosby accused in New York lawsuit of sexual assault by five women under new law that temporarily suspends the statute of limitations for sexual assault claims. So be ready for that lawsuit to uh, take over our lives in the near future. And BuzzFeed says they plan on laying off 12% of its staff, citing worsening economy. Duh. And I know we were talking about Aaron Judge making all this money and, uh, you know, these other baseball players making all this money. Uh, I just want to let you know that uh, I got an email yesterday, chewingthefat at theblaze.com, and uh, I'll be getting a lot of money very, very soon. In fact, I'll be getting $9,500,000 uh, very soon. Well, a portion of 9500000 So I got an email from Brian Smith uh, at a Gmail account. And he titled uh, the email, Hi, Dearest. <laughs> uh, Hi, Dearest to you too, Brian. Uh, I'm a personal attorney to Mr. Reynolds, 56-year-old divorce with no child, who is into a medical and hospital equipment. 
He was awarded a contract to supply medical equipment in 2020 here in Canada before he died, D-E-I-D, after a brief illness on 21th May 2020. The contract payment has already been paid to him, which he deposited the total sum of $9,500,000 HSBC Bank. If I can trust you to claim the funds so we can make a plan for long-term business relationship, particularly the HSBC Bank, where he deceased, had an account valued at about $9,500,000 United States dollars. The management has issued me notice to provide the next nex space t of ken or they will have the account frozen within the next 10 official working days i decided to make a search to locate any member of his family friends business associates hence i contacted you i seek your consent to present you as the next of kin to my client space t so they can process this amount valued at nine thousand five hundred that's nine million five hundred thousand we paid you uh he has it in in numbers then this will be invested into your line of business or it can be share between the two parties 60 percent to me 40 percent to you after all a space ll expenses if any in this transaction let me know if you agree with the percentage sharing if you're interested to execute the deal, provide the following I space information to that I will help you draft an application that will be submitted to the bank. And between some of these words in this email, he has spaces, uh, like between application that will extra space be submitted to bank. And he's done that in several other places too. Uh, I'm guessing that keeps away from any algorithms that are looking for specific words and then he lists your full name phone number addresses your age current occupation i look forward to your co dash operation and good investment partnership thank you yours sincerely barrister brian smith so i'm not going to get all of the nine million five hundred thousand i'm only going to get 40 percent after expenses of the nine million five hundred thousand so we're gonna get a few million dollars but i mean it's not Aaron judge money but i turn it down oh no oh no we just got some more breaking news during chewing the fat as we're recording the show today uh elon musk is no longer the richest man in the world what oh no i know his okay so he took over the world's richest man uh in september of 2021 he now has a net worth of 185.3 billion dollars okay that makes him number two behind bernard arnaud the chief executive of luxury brand louis vuitton's parent company lvmh and his family took the title with 185.4 billion dollars so just a point one 
above Elon, but it will be good enough for everyone to. That's it. Elon's losing money. We got to get rid of him. He's not the richest guy anymore. That cost him. Chief Twit. It's over. Okay. Is it? Is it over? I feel like it's not. I feel like it's not over for Elon, but that's just me. I know everybody's wound up about him for firing the janitors. <laughs> uh, that's one of my favorite stories. So he comes in the Twitter headquarters and he gets rid of 20 janitors. They had 48. So he gets rid of 20. They get pissed that he got rid of the 20. And so the union says, hey, we're going to strike. What are you doing? Give these people a job. So he just cancels the contract altogether. You know what? You're complaining. You're whining. I, I tried to give you keep up some business with you, but no, no, no more. All of you are gone. So now they're busy just, you know, picketing the Twitter building. I don't know who's going to pick up the, the toilet paper. I don't know who's going to clean the bathrooms. I don't know. I'm sure he'll sign a new deal. I'm sure this union for the SEIU janitors union there in San Francisco will renegotiate with Elon to give them uh, employment because they were sad that I can't believe this is happening just before Christmas. There's 48 families without Christmas jobs. Okay, well, there's a lot more actually. Uh, would it be better after Christmas or would it be better before Christmas? When is a good time to get fired? That's what I, you know, you tell me that, SEIU, when is a good time to get fired, and then we'll talk. Because I can tell you on record, it's been my experience, there's never a good time. (laughs) Uh, There's never a good time to lose your job, okay? I know, I know, I'm just throwing it out there. I could be wrong, but, you know. Uh, Jeff, what that does, uh, one door closes and then another door opens, so that's better. Okay. If you say so. So who died today? Who died today? Hall of Fame boxing referee and former fighter and voice work extraordinaire mills lane has passed away at the age of 85 i know (sighs) sad he had previously suffered a stroke in 2002 and i guess that really affected his movement and ability to speak so he had uh some really bad health issues because of that and then now he is dead at the age of 85 you may remember him uh, he was the referee that uh, disqualified Mike Tyson after biting Evander Holyfield's ear in the rematch. <laughs> and uh, he's from Reno, Nevada. They renamed the courthouse after him. He's also um, Lane, let's get it on catchphrase well known for saying that and uh he also voiced the referee of a character on the popular celebrity death match on mtv so um and he he lived a you know an incredible life so mills lane uh former fighter boxer voice work extraordinaire dead at the age of 85 so one of the people that uh, made it recently under the who died today segment was kirstie alley 
uh, and she was discovered to have had colon cancer. She died at the age of 71. She died at her Florida home. She was receiving treatment from the Moffitt Cancer Center uh, there in Florida, which is, you know, renowned. And so it's really weird. I didn't realize that she was so big in Scientology, and I guess that was just dumb of me because she was like uh, one of the top Scientology levels. She had reached Thetan 8 status in the Church of Scientology, which is the highest honor possible. Uh, so she's devoted herself to the religion that she credited with helping her kick cocaine in the 70s before she found international fame. Now, I thought Scientology resisted the scientifically proven facts about cancer. And instead, Scientology said that uh, cancer is because of a sexual upset in the body. So cancer is not caused, uh, never has been, and never will be. It is not a caused mechanism by an external environment or some psychological activity, some physiological activity. Uh, it also requires a second dynamic or sexual upset, such as the loss of children or some other mechanism to bring about a condition known as cancer. That's what L. Ron Hubbard wrote. Uh, you remember L. Ron Hubbard, uh, the Church of Scientology? He's the guy. <laughs> so it's not sure when she realized, hey, maybe I need to seek some help other than the Scientology people. But, you know, it was too late. And, I mean, colon cancer is horrible. It's called the silent killer because uh, people don't realize they have it. So there are all kinds of warning signs. And if you think you have anything different going on with your body, please get checked at your doctor or your own medical physician or whoever you go to. Get checked. Don't wait. Don't say, oh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. I'll be fine. Okay. Will ya? <laughs> uh, will ya? I know. I know. That's a, that's, a, that's a hard one for me to follow as well. Uh, believe me. I understand the process of thinking, ah, I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And uh, you're, really, you're really not. Also, uh, news on someone else who's been in our Who Died Today segment. Anne Heche. Uh, the autopsy, we have the results, reveals that cocaine and other drugs were in her system at the time of her crash in LA into the L.A. home. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. I know. So she had cocaine in her system during her fatal crash that resulted. I mean, that was just terrible fire. You know, remember being hauled out of that house and setting up screaming, suffering burns and I mean, she didn't have any alcohol in her system, and everybody made a big deal about that photo that had, oh, that was vodka. She was drinking in a podcast that was released the day before. But she didn't have any alcohol in her system. She suffered a severe brain injury from the crash, put in a coma before taking off life support systems. So, along with traces of cocaine, the toxicology report states that fentanyl was detected in uh, the award-winning actress's body from the pain treatment she received following the horror crash okay and uh she slammed into the la home at 90 miles an hour causing the blaze trapped in the car for 45 minutes does the firefighters work to uh rescue her there's no alcohol in her system and that's it 
that's all they're saying i don't have the actual report in front of me i was i'll hope to have that soon so she suffered a severe anoxic brain injury caused by the lack of oxygen okay she was declared brand dead seven days later but was kept on life support until organs could be donated very nice i like that she died from inhalation injuries and burns her death was ruled an accident so there you have it and uh it doesn't sound like she was uh it was a small amount of cocaine and fentanyl in her system so it doesn't sound like she was out of her mind with these drugs although you know you never know what she was mixing what other cocktails she was mixing it up in that could have made her go off the deep end but anyway we knew now now that it wasn't alcohol in her system i mean that's a good way to look at it yeah sure it was cocaine and fentanyl but no alcohol all right i guess that's good coming to a country near you soon so this is happening in france and don't forget our president uh, joseph biden uh met with uh dingleberry from france uh just this past week and you know this is one of the things that they talked about now he joe biden loves trains he rode the trains forever he always talks about it he has now tried to resolve the train strike which is not passenger rail but it is uh you know he's trying to get that resolved because he's nothing more than mr train however in france they're going to start now local flights in-country flights that are shorter than two and a half hours you must take the train or you could you know take an uber or you know drive yourself if you have a car but if it's two and a half hours uh flight time then it's not there's not going to be a flight you're just going to go ahead and have to take the train oh okay now uh i know this is part of their effort to curb greenhouse gas emissions uh you know i'm sure all the environmental groups are saying yay but this is just not enough it's not enough okay we need to do more uh, we need to do more. I'm sure that the French airport uh, people are unhappy. Uh, I'm sure they've raised some sort of objections. And uh, this isn't going to be enough for them. You can count on that. They're talking about, uh, you know, slapping uh, taxes and restrictions on private jets. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's funny because the people that fly private are paying the money of these politicians so uh, i doubt that that's going to happen and plus for most of the private jet skiers well not jet skiers the jet takers um they can afford the tax anyway so they just pay their green tax and move on but that is coming here in america very very soon now it'll be difficult uh there's plenty of flights in america (laughs) that are under two and a half hours so it's gonna have to be you know they're gonna have to pick and choose the airports pick and choose the flights and they and what and what's the train so you're talking about mostly east coast flight travel will be done for 
because there's rail service going to and from those cities. There's rail service going maybe east and west for a while, but all the way across country, very difficult. Uh, you know, could they do it in today's world? Sure. Could Joe Biden, you know, do an executive order? Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. See where it gets you. But, uh, you know, definitely East Coast travel could be could be down. I mean, they could save, say if they cut flights on the East Coast uh, for three hours, three and a half hours or less, you have to take the train in any direction of the East Coast states. Uh, yeah, they could absolutely do that. Or to take uh, any any cities on the east coast within three miles of the ocean that you can travel to by rail and not have to take a flight within three hours and you can't fly there's no flight you have to take either drive or take the rail service it's absolutely coming i don't know what they're going to do or how they're going to do it but it's absolutely coming and you're not going to want to take Delta anymore. I see where Delta is saying, hey, uh, yeah, I know we wanted you all to become part of the Sky Club, but now there's too many of you. I know you signed up for credit card deals to become our Sky, you know, so you could go into our Sky Club lounges, but uh, there's way too many of you, and there's way too many of you lowlifes coming into the Sky Club, <laughs> okay? So, uh, no. If you are flying economy, you're not getting into the you're not getting into the Sky Club. Wait, what? I, I am a member. Yeah, but no. Uh, you, <laughs> uh, no, you are flying uh, business and first class. We'll let you into the Sky. We'll let you into the the Sky Club. If you're flying back behind the curtains when the unwashed masses, yeah, no, we are not letting you in. Sorry. Sorry about it. So starting next year, if you're flying back there with uh, behind the uh, behind the curtains with the low lives in economy, uh, you're not getting into the Sky Club. Okay, sure, it may say you're a member. Sure, we may have wanted you to be a member prior to this, but too many of you wanted to be a member. So tell you what you could do. Uh, we're going to go ahead and increase the cost of a Sky Club membership. Uh, so it's going to be 695 per person or $1,495 for executive memberships. So you can go ahead and pay more and don't fly economy and then we'll let you in. And I know there's some of you that have an eligible American Express deal, but we're not really looking forward to letting you in either if you're flying economy. So I'm just telling you, good luck. God bless. If you're flying back there with the unwashed masses, you're not getting into the Sky Club. Okay? Thank you. I mean, I don't know what the airlines think they're going to do or how they're going to survive. I mean, they're going to have to find some way to survive outside of being subsidized by you and me, which is the United States government, right? They We talked about the Odell Beckham Jr. incident where he was, you know, the the flight attendant had the crossing guard mentality, wouldn't let the plane take off, took him off the plane. He wasn't arrested. He wasn't under the influence of anything. And so, you know, they just had to make a point that he wouldn't put a seatbelt on and he was had his blanket over his head. So you're either going to wake up and do what I say or you're going to get off. We're going to back this thing to the gate. And that's what they did. All right. 
all right fine that's what they did so this next time i see where odell ended up taking a private plane <laughs> yeah and he was just like he had tweeted out uh i mean you know not not doing it today okay i'm gonna go ahead and fly private yeah no kidding i don't blame you although i see where odell speaking of odell just a side note of odell beckham jr he's out trying to find a team to play for uh everybody thought he was coming to dallas but uh he should have should have worked out he didn't want any he didn't want to work out for jerry and that really pissed uh that pissed jerry off so odell's probably looking at buffalo although it's cold up in buffalo and uh obj likes to uh you know he likes the warmth you're playing in a dome you're playing at dallas i mean it's tough stuff but okay you know uh, i don't think he's coming to Dallas. maybe he will maybe he'll decide to come maybe they'll you know jerry will offer him say well i'll tell you what you wouldn't work out so i'm only going to give you two million <laughs> two million guaranteed in fact here's a suitcase with two million cash come and play for us till the end of the season deal you know, through the playoffs and maybe he comes maybe he comes who knows i uh, who knows what these guys are thinking about but you know he said a deal that he wouldn't he was okay to play but he wasn't okay to work out he didn't want to work out uh you know i feel like you almost have to but odell doesn't think that and i'm not odell so we'll see what happens to odell beckham jr and as long as we're talking about airlines i see where the one influencer uh juliana uh said uh qatar airways uh wouldn't let her fly because she was too fat uh now that's not altogether true though they said that she could buy a first class ticket and you know you could fly in a larger seat but if you're going to fly back there in coach uh you are too fat for those seats unless anyway i don't have a second seat to sell you so you're going to have to leave and she was busy, you know, putting on her uh, accounts. Uh, I'm going to have to stay in Lebanon with my mother because uh, my sister and nephew are going to have to return home because uh, they're denying my right to travel. Well, I guess she just found out you don't have a right to travel, do you? And so they don't want to board me because I'm fat. They let me on. And I was wondering just how fat Giuliani is because I thought, I mean, she can't be bad, Giuliana name uh she's 38 she's accusing guitar was discriminating her against due to her size she was denied permission to board because of her size uh yeah now they told her you had to purchase a first class ticket which you didn't have the money for you had already purchased a uh a coach seat now i was looking at her instagram account and i would say that i don't know how she thinks she's going to get away with not buying two seats uh i mean she is uh and i'm not i am too i got it i am too uh, i i know and i and i've already admitted that i have deep pocketed a, a seatbelt extender and those of you that think well if you have to have a seatbelt extender then you shouldn't fly well i disagree with that however uh we'll see that uh she remained in lebanon we'll see if they she, if she can get out of there uh, another flight but you know she's probably just gonna have to pay uh you know for first class tickets and get in the big seat because that this picture i'm looking at right now uh while she's posing next to a pool on holiday it's very beautiful uh she looks great she's in a little pool dress but that 
is not fitting into a regular seat not without not without a squeeze and not without making the people next to her wherever that is whether she's in the window or the aisle uncomfortable now maybe you get away with sitting in uh, the aisle and nobody in the middle seat but i'm sure that they were all booked up i don't know i don't know how you i don't know how you do it when i don't know how you if i were her i would plan on paying for that extra seat but i'm not her Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.